0: The Spanish Announce Table.
1: It is episode 386 of the Spanish Announce Table. We, Tom and I here, went to AEW Dynamite last night in Kansas City, Kansas City, Kansas City. And we had a blast. We're going to talk about that here as we go throughout. Uh, We'll talk about some major WWE news and and a few things in there, Um, you know. And uh, (laughs) just we're going to have a blast here. We are Pro Wrestling's Best Podcast. We are coming up on our near nine-year anniversary, as we discussed uh, last night, Tom. So uh, look forward to some fun stuff coming from the Spanish announce table. And um, we invite you to play along, right? We're going to talk about some hashtag tweet the tables, which is something you can do on Twitter to get involved with the show and get your thoughts heard to, you know, at least four or five loyal listeners. And so, you know...
0: Yeah, there's that that for you. So how are you, Tom? I'm great. Tim, I tell you what, it was great to go to AEW Dynamite. We were able to purchase our seats. Uh, They gave us all of them, even though all we needed was the edge of them, because it was an amazing show. It kicked off with the Battle Royal. Actually, it kicked off with Dark and Elevation, which had local talent. And that's always fun, because some of the local talent was getting a chance over the, like, Uh, AEW talent so that was fun
1: it also Uh, had our number one fan cutie marshall
0: cutie cutie right that was dark elevation correct yeah yeah and if you check out uh our twitter page he responded because he obviously is a big fan uh we were able to connect so it was great but we we forgot to we forgot to book him for an interview again we suck we're bad
1: friends we Uh, are bad friends but we're friends
0: yeah we're friends and I tell you you know we're busy he's busy our people will talk to his people we'll get it done eventually but uh yeah so dark and elevation were very fun and enjoyable spoiler alert so was rampage what will air on friday night uh if you're listening live or uh on youtube right now um this is
1: thursday youtube or twitch as we're doing right now for the first time ever we're live on twitch and youtube right now twitter nobody was watching
0: it happens you know all too many people are watching you know don't don't undersell yourself. brought it
1: down brought it down that's yeah. right that's right that's what yeah. i meant to say i i, I read yeah. my notes wrong sorry yeah it happens right
0: even Babe ruth struck out yeah hey so uh yeah the episode started off let's just get right into it you ready to get right into it so the episode started off with a battle royal now tim started off uh with the battle royal because there was some cm punk news Tim, uh-huh. I think you have a tweet the table. We do to have a tweet the here. table,
1: but I mean, you know, everybody knows what the big news is, right? Like CM Punk, injured, broke something in his foot, right? Two th- many things were broken, the most important being his heart, right? As he said, which is a little cheesy, right? Um, you know, he yeah. gave a speech. Let's talk about that yeah. before we get into the tweet, because okay. the tweet's more of a follow-up.
0: Right, because uh, Punk has been doing a lot of these, like, uh, greeting card one-liners and all of his promos in his AEW run The get back's gonna be better than the setback uh give him his flowers uh there's a thing that's broken in my foot but the biggest thing is my broken shut up when did you become hallmark with these whack-ass fucking greeting card promos man like you're too cool to be talking like an idiot, and he's talking like an idiot again. It was heartfelt, he was in tears, you know, because of what was happening. I imagine they had some big plans, uh, for his summer of punk, and I understand that. But someone needs to be like, hey, What are you gonna say out there? And when he says the get back's better than the setback, <laughs> we well, just go, like, you know what? Let's Wait, come up with something you know, else. You
1: know what he's doing, he's, he's running these by Jim Ross.
0: He has to be. It he's to running
1: these by Jim Ross. He's like, what do you think about that? He's like, pal, I think that's the greatest thing I ever heard. I really do. Yeah, it ha- really it do. It has to be something like Reminds that. Reminds me of like, when Bill Watts talked. To me. Anyway. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, I'll tell you what. Ole Anderson cut that same promo in 1983. Ain't yeah. no one going to know about it. Work Go then, work it.
1: now. I don't see why I wouldn't, hey, you know.
0: Re- yeah, and he's like, hey, Wrestling. you know what? Well, and then he's like, you know what? If I'm just going to rip off Ole Anderson promos, I might as well rip off Bret Hart matches. So I don't have to do anything original, which isn't that fun. Side note before we get into this, because now I just went on tangent. Isn't that so fun? Imagine I wrote (laughs) you a screenplay, Tim, and it was essentially the Godfather. Mm -hmm. I just wrote you. I was like, hey, man, I have a new screenplay. And I wrote you a screenplay and it was the Godfather. Just changed the names. You know. Except where they were Irish instead of Italian, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, and you're like, "Hey, man, I'm pretty sure this is yeah. the plot of The Godfather." And my retort would be, "Yeah, I watch a lot of Godfather.
1: Yeah. It's the best. One of the <laughs> top five <laughs> of all time."
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, but right. does it mean new content?
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: it's the silliest thing. Yeah, I understand callbacks, right? And certain moments, can moments be in a end. match, right? But like when your first set like sequence is the Bret Hart thing, or your finishing sequence is a Bret Hart thing, man. What? That's not, no, I'm not paying for that. Come on. I mean, seriously, consider, consider the, the, the screenplay consider. Yeah. that If someone presented <sighs> you, Hey, I want you to invest money into this new screenplay that I wrote. And you realize it's the plot of another famous movie You're going to invest in it? You're probably not. Anyhow, let's backtrack.
1: Well, CM Punk broke his foot. Yeah, so my take on this is kind of, you know, I wasn't necessarily looking forward to the CM Punk, you know, the summer of Punk 2022. I thought, sure, we're going to get some fine things going on here and we'll get a match or two, but I I was worried about all these Bret Hart remakes and hearing the whole, like, I'm doing this for everybody. This is for all of us for ad nauseum for several months, right? kind of what oh, you I, were you yeah. were you were complaining about there but yeah um i also was like eh, man i don't know if this is gonna go as well as AEW thinks it's gonna go and i was a little worried and now i kind of I'm, I'm not happy cm punk is injured of course right yeah. like we're gonna talk about this in the tweet table like that sucks yeah and the guy is working hard and he is a wrestling fan and so like i, mm-hmm. I know like the I, I truly can't know but i understand like the 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 suck is immense right. A lot right. of suck in that. And so he's dealing with that and, and cool. But like I, I what I thought really was weird is is what we do until Punk returns. And we're gonna talk about that after we read this tweet the table, right? Uh um, right, because we'll dig into that. But this is from at Katie First Lady, who came to this show early on. May not maybe not nine years ago, but eight, seven and a half, right? Like early on. And was CM Punk fan something, right? Oh, 09 or something like that, if I remember correctly. And yeah. avid, avid, avid CM Punk fan. And so here she says, total bummer about CM Punk's injury. Being healthy and 100% is more important. Get well soon, which she followed up with. He's been going nonstop since he started. And he hasn't been home and filming two TV shows, so giving him, getting him healthy and should be priority now and coming back better than ever. Hashtag tweet the table. Um, yes right like all of that I feel like is 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 well said and of course like yes his health is important and man the mental health aspect of this probably like I said there's a lot of suck there right and there's a lot of feels that you go through as CM Punk Mm -hmm. I'm sure
0: yeah and I like CM Punk too I really do you know when he was doing that uh heel title run in WWE It was fantastic. I had a CM Punk shirt. I was wearing it in the early episodes of this podcast. We met Kofi Kingston and I'm wearing a CM Punk shirt. I've always been a CM Punk, the wrestler fan, right? Like the wrestler who is CM Punk loved him. Um, I just think he's kind of mailing it in. Now the MJF stuff was astronomically out of this world, uh, triple grand slam, whatever kind of silly, you know, thing you want to say. It was that. But uh, the the, the late lately stuff, like when he's kind of in this, like uh, in between phases with his storylines, I feel like he can just do that a little bit better. Now, I thought when he was going to be champ, we were going to get a heel turn like he did in WWE, where he started off as a baby face, let's say. Kenny Omega comes back as a baby face to help him. And then he turns on Kenny Omega. Ha! Now I'm going after the elite, or the elite are coming after me, and I'm my title, you know, something like that. That's what I thought we were going to get. I don't know. We didn't. We did get, though, a Battle Royal. So let's get into last night's show, which we were at, if we didn't tell you already. Uh, Four seats.
1: Because we're bougie.
0: Oh, it was fun! It was so much fun, except for whoever your podcast is that mm. had that stupid sign in the front. I hope your podcast gets taken down for copyright infringement. First
1: of all, ours is better, and two, yeah. we, you know, in in our in our wisdom, right? I'm not gonna say age, our with our wisdom over the years, uh, we've learned like, you know what? There's a time and a place where, yeah, yes, right? You might we've told people to bring a tweet the table sign, and we might bring a sign. Um, yep, but you've got to understand the when and where's and that there's folks behind you right
0: and where we were at was not camera side or camera anything right so the only thing you're showing it to is no one
1: yeah it was always so far uh you know what i mean because it's it's literally one of the farthest spots away and yeah yeah so it kicked off don't do that don't do that
0: don't do that. But it kicked off with already in the ring. Now we got to see the entrances, which was great. But it kicked off with Tony Nese, Daniel Garcia, and everybody dies. Lance Archer, and then the show kicks off. Well, actually, I think Darby Allen was also in the ring. But then the show, I guess. Well, he was the first.
1: Like as the show kicks on, it was it was dark. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But then the show properly gets kicked off with the greatest pro wrestler in the history of pro wrestling, Eddie Kingston.
1: Eddie History the of best wrestler.
0: Tell me a better wrestler than Eddie Kingston.
1: Hey man, I'm not going to fight you on that one.
0: I mean, I don't want Eddie Kingston
1: to disagree with me. So he's the best. End.
0: He's the best. He he is the best. Uh, he is like, he can do it all. Um, but yeah, kicked off with Eddie Kingston and he, uh, Eddie Kingston and Daniel Garcia just went at it. They just fought and fought and fought. And I loved it. It was so much fun how they just went right after it. Um, and then. <laughs> We won't go through each individual one. I'll just kind of read the names of uh, who else was there, and we can kind of touch on some highlights, and then get into who won and go from there. Sure. Um, So Ricky Starks, uh, the Waste of Space, Jake Hager, Ray Phoenix, Swerve Strickland, and Keith Lee, uh, John Silver. uh, We got a rap from Max Caster. That was always fun. Powerhouse Hobbs, uh, Dante Martin, Willer Yuda, and then the Joker was a returning Andrade. So. Let's talk about a little bit of the the Battle Royal. What did you think overall of this Battle Royal?
1: The Battle Royal was entertaining. You know, I think there was a lot of good spots in there, and they told some good stories. And I think we got some stories that are now evolving from it, right? The Swerve Strickland and the Keith Lee situation, right? Uh, Where Swerve Strickland throws Keith Lee out when he's unsuspecting, and he's like, hey, what the fuck? And Mm Swerve's, whose house? Swerve's house. So fuck you, right?
0: Which is interesting because it shows kind of how dumb he is. Right? Cause you would wait till the last two. Well,
1: right? when Keith Lee's expecting it, you gotta wait but, till like three.
0: But then he gets eliminated.
1: Yeah. So like that
0: that spot always makes me scratch my head because it's like, you no, know, that person wants to help you.
1: Right. Wait until it's I think the, the premier time if I'm doing that and somebody's help like if you and me were in a battle royal. Yeah. You're going to expect it when it's one, two. And then I got to really fight you. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I'm doing it when it's you, me and the other guy left. And you're like, all right, let's get this guy. I'll be like, all right. And then I'm going to, Whoop, and then I'm going to take yeah. my chances with the other guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like doing it. Unless, after, unless like, I think, unless I think I can beat you more than the other guy, maybe, but you get right, what I'm but saying. right? Yeah.
0: Still. Yeah. You don't do it just like 10 minutes into a 30 minute battle Royal, but it was an interesting spot. And the, the thing that I think is interesting about that is to my, to the best of my knowledge, I don't think we've seen that in AEW. That's a WWE trope, right? Oh, Where yeah. Tag team, one tag team partner turns on the other one. You know, now That's sometimes the Rumble, it has right? turned, but but sometimes it has turned into like, hey, man, we're, we got to fight. And other times it's been like, man, you got me tonight. So I'm interested to see Wednesday or on Friday rampage, you know, uh, next week. Like, do they address it? Does it turn yeah. into,
1: hey, well, what the hell? And so, yeah, I you could go two ways, right? They're immediately fighting on site. Uh-huh. or or he's like hey what the hell and he's like ah oh, man you know it's it is what it is and he's like all right you're right you're right but then something else happens and then something else happens and i'm kind of fine either way i guess you know
0: or yeah or the third option is keith lee goes to swerve strickland hey what the hell swerve strickland's like hey man it was every man for himself keith lee totally get it like, hey of man yep. 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 then they have a tag match swerve strickland gets uh, you know a double team move put on him then he looks for a tag. Keith Lee drops from the apron. It's like, it is what it is. And yeah. He just walks away. And then yeah, we get a Keith Lee. Like, yeah. I and mean, the Keith Lee turns heel, which I wouldn't hate. I wouldn't right? hate it either. They've tried the like monster heel thing with like Lance Archer, That's for Archer. example. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just doesn't hit that well. Nope. But Keith Lee, maybe.
1: Yeah. Give it a so, shot. I feel like uh, we've seen, we haven't seen anything, even on the other side of things with WWE. We haven't seen a angry about to fuck you up because he can Keith Lee.
0: Right. Yeah. So I think that would be interesting. should call him fuck Uh, you because
1: I can Keith Lee. That should be his name. I
0: don't mind it. I don't mind it. Uh, I thought, so the one thing that I thought was cool with this, uh, battle Royal is you got to see some of the, like, I love battle Royals. Uh, I even said this when I went to the Royal rumble in January, one of the things that I like about it is that you get to see kind of different people who are just in these other spaces then finally collide. And one of the cool things that you got to see was babyface Eddie Kingston and Darby Allen mixing it up early on in the battle Royal. Like that kind of stuff was fun to just see two baby faces who are kind of separated collide. So that's always a fun thing of these battle Royals. I will say though, we talked about this right after it ended, too, uh, when we were at the show. It wasn't a lot of star power correct. Andrade, I understand Andrade was returning because he got married to Charlotte Flair, and Andrade is Andrade, right to a certain segment of wrestling fans he's awesome, not to us, but he's awesome, right? So that him being the joker, I think was good because i didn't I was going to get uh enhancement fatigued if it was another new hey, he comes from wwe or yeah.
1: impact There's another new or... japan
0: guy it's like the forbidden door as i okay what now? so is he in this show now or are we just doing this well one?
1: and and hasn't the door ceased to be forbidden at this yeah. point yeah so i don't know but we got to rename uh, that right it's not forbidden anymore yeah I don't know what you can name it, but something. <laughs> hashtag Tweet so, the Table, if you have an idea table. for what we yeah. can rename the Forbidden Door, because that's not what it means anymore, right? right. We're not sneaking okay. somebody in the back door anymore. Now it's a portal between, you know what I mean, worlds, right? So like some portal. of you comic book nerds yeah, hit us up with what's, you know, I'm sure there's examples that we're not thinking of because we're not in that realm, but bring yeah. it to us, hashtag Tweet the Table. We love you, comic book nerds. Don't take that as an insult. We're yeah. wrestling nerds.
0: Yeah, exactly, one hundred percent. So the final four, it was Willie Uda, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Andrade, and who is a? Uh, I love uh, you uh, nerds.
1: Ray All right. Yeah. Anyway. And, and,
0: and Ray Phoenix. <laughs> yes, Ray so, Phoenix.
1: Oh man, this was a fun group.
0: Yeah, fun group, fun final four. Yep. I think though they went with the safest kind of most boring option in Kyle O'Reilly, and that's not a, a slight on Kyle O'Reilly. I like Kyle O'Reilly, but he is. Like when he walks out, this this is a uh, trope as long as wrestling has been around. But if the guy walks out in a battle royal, but his tag team name is on the Titan Tron or whatever we're calling the big screen, he ain't winning shit. Like he won this, but he ain't going to be anything because he's red dragon. Like that tells you what he is. It's not Kyle Riley. It's red wagon. Right. Right. And so if he wins, we kind of already knew the main event. And so later on in the night, the main event would be John Moxley versus Kyle O'Reilly in a very fun match that didn't need, like, it was a fun match that was entertaining to be at and probably entertaining to watch on TV, but not needed for a, the yeah. story.
1: I just would have made this like the last match and, ha- and you could have said from the beginning, the Joker will be John Moxley because he gets come in last, right? If you said he was the number one contender, even though he wasn't at the time. Yeah, I right, like you. else? Yeah. Uh,
0: Again, yeah. it's wrestling. It's wrestling. You know what I mean. It is can, wrestling. Yeah.
1: This is why some people warn them against rankings and 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 win yeah. loss records because when you have to deviate from it, you got to be like, well, right.
0: Say <laughs> so I would have went with Willie or Yuta in this spot. Yes. Then you do the Blackpool Yes. Combat Club and then if you put William Regal not on commentary but put him ringside watch him go through the distraught of like i like the young guy moxley's crazy where do i like who do i help like, no, but it's also
1: a it's also a teaching moment
0: exactly or it could have been very interesting again i you kind of knew that they weren't going to put Yuda oh, in the main but this could have
1: Jordan. this could have gone I mean, you'd already did one of these where he's bleeding all over the place and but you like, right. could have done it again we could have had mm-hmm. him damn near kill himself to try, please for our for our enjoyment, <laughs> let's get you out there to damn near kill himself. Well, you know what I would have done?
0: I would have switched that. I would have said Yuda is making Moxley bleed like a stuck pig because he has learned all the lessons. But then you get uh, Moxley to do the you haven't learned them all, and it's a small package or something. And Yuda's like motherfucker, how much do I have to learn? And it's yeah. like you got a lot, Val. Got a lot got to got learn, lot. But right? Yeah. Like, oh, use him a Kansas
1: be- City cut punt.
0: Which didn't Andrade do it to Ray? Phoenix yes, I in- think
1: so. I think yeah. it was that. Yeah.
0: Woo-hoo. God damn. So yeah,
1: Kyle O'Reilly. Oh yeah, went- he did that in air when he was doing like a flips and shit, and he like yeah, he was- hit him with the Ric Flair like in a Superman punch style, like up in the air. It was great. It
0: reminded me. It reminded me of Ken from Street Fighter. You know that big harukin?
1: Yes, that's what he did. He harukin this fucking yeah. ballsack. All right, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> So
0: o- O'Reilly wins. And then instantly we get John Moxley giving uh, just a promo of just piss and violence. And he's mad. The forbidden door is his. This has been three years in the making, because remember before he went to rehab, the last like story that Moxley was telling us was I'm going to Japan. They won't let me in Japan. I'm going to get to Japan. I'm going to beat everyone else up. Cause we said like, it's moxley versus japan because like uh guys were coming over from those promotions and he was just kicking their ass and so it kind of felt like that and so now it makes a little bit more sense of like that's why he wants it i did like and i watched it again because i uh, wanted to make sure he said this so he's doing all of this you know all that stuff and then he ends it with love you mom yeah and then that's how the promo ends i love the little swerve he does no pun intended the little swerve he does with his promos where it's like, oh, I'm this and I'm that and I'm this. And well, everybody dies or I'm this and I'm that and I'm this and then love you mom. And so yeah. I, I think it's great. Yeah. yeah. He's fun. Yep. Yeah. So then we get the information now. We didn't get this cause it was on commentary, but it was, I, I watched this back, but uh, CM Punk had successful surgery. So good for him. That's awesome. He'll he'll soon. Uh, And then we got a brand spanking new title, Tim. We got a tournament, which I love tournaments. But AEW is introducing the All-Atlantic Championship (laughs) to represent the international stars. And yes, as I mentioned, there will be a tournament with a four-way final at Forbidden Door. And we had the first matchup, Buddy Matthews from the House of Black taking on Pac from Death Triangle. And this was fun.
1: This match was fun. I, I like this match a lot. Uh, I will say uh, the thing that stuck out to me immediately as the announcement's coming. And again, we we can kind of hear what's, what's being said in the video package, but not, right? Because you're in the crowd, floor seats, because we're, you know, ballers. And we... <sighs> We see there's a new title. We see there's going to be a tournament. We see it's the All-Atlantic Championship, and it's got all these international stuff. Like, somebody's representing a different place. There's Canada. the U.S. But then there's, like, Japan and and some other things, right? Like, Miro's spot, right? And it's like, not all of these are on the Atlantic Ocean. Some are, like, in the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. And so, like, it's more than All-Atlantic. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> that's great
0: yeah well maybe they're just not gonna win maybe that's the <laughs> yeah that's, that's it the-
1: no. yes where is i i've got the tournament up though and i want to go through it because I, I i think i've got a great oh, got idea it, no. i've got yeah, a great got idea it, no. yeah
0: all right so we saw the first matchup buddy matthews versus Pac. next week it's going to be ethan page versus miro yep then it's also going to be Penta versus malachi black and then we get, it hasn't been released yet, but New Japan Wrestler versus New Japan Wrestler. Yeah. So that's the bracket.
1: Yes. So here's what I want. All right. Here's okay. what I want. All right. I want Miro to beat Ethan Page because, you know. Yeah. You know. It's Miro. Right. Then Miro's going to beat Pack because Pack beats Buddy Matthews here, right, in this match that we were at yeah. last night at Dynamite. Malachi Black beats, you know, whoever this other, you know, oh, Pinto, Skrull, right? Roll with me here. Malachi Black wins, and then Malachi Black beats whoever the new Japan folks are right that are coming out of there, what you know, right that's all okay, I see on the okay. bottom, right, who, yeah, 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 just it's just two to be named, yet. right yep. so so what we get is Miro versus Malachi Black, and this kicks off the House of Black against Miro, where he's fighting against God, but God has put the, the devil, you know the devil in, in his way <laughs>
0: oh Tim that's right? great.
1: Right, yes. Oh, yes, and
0: then you fuck with Miro's brain as the house of black to be like, Yeah, man, God sucks. Come with <laughs> us to the devil and he'll help you. And then he's like, No, 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 no. Like, I need to get there yeah. because I'm gonna take him down. And then the house of black keeps telling him, like, yeah, yeah, this is the way, like, join us we'll go oh, through the back door of heaven julia hart he's, could get
1: involved in ways because remember he's got his hot sexy wife that's like yeah she's banished him from the home and that's
0: how we debut cj perry right julia hart's doing a little kissy, doing kissy a little squeeze of the butt yeah, thing devil and seduction then, yeah and then cj perry comes down and is like bitch that's my husband and then oh and put her in all white like an angel yes oh fuck yes tim
1: yes Need to hire that us, felt.
0: just this happened, yes, that. Yeah. yes, yeah, yes. Now, you sent me something, and I want to address this before we kind of go more into uh dynamite. You showed me like the full list of all the titles, <laughs> yeah, in uh-huh. AEW. Now, one thing that is confusing to a casual viewer, one million percent, but something I think us as the hardcore fans need to realize is. And, and Tony Khan mentioned this off air to us, to the crowd that there's going to be a pay-per-view in the summer for ring of honor. Right. So to get a pay-per-view, you need exposure. And currently ring of honor doesn't have a TV deal, but they want to run a pay-per-view so they can start making money. Right. So you got to expose them on your own product. So like the influx of ring of honor champions, you know, you have uh, FTR, you have Samoa Joe. I understand because it's like, Hey, we want you to pay a ticket to see these champions, but if you never see these champions, you're not just going to go sight unseen and just buy a pay-per-view because of names you have recognized, right now. Yeah,
1: well, no, p- the pause on that though, is like, I will tell you this. Each week that I see FTR and then I see they're wearing the ROH tag team titles. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. They're not the AEW champions. They're the ROH champions. And then, then I got to be like, who the fuck's the AEW tag team champions again? I'm like, ah, oh, Jurassic express. I feel like it's kind of lowered
0: the well, AEW status think, a little bit. I don't think it I don't think it's necessarily lowered. I think it's made you say, When you see this Ring of Honor pay per view, you love FTR, don't you? And we go like yes we do, right? I think it's that. Yeah. I think we're in a temporary push of Ring of Honor talent so that we buy that pay per view. But to Pause on cat- that
1: also real quick. Okay. Uh last night when we were in AEW Dynamite uh on the floor. Um kansas city (laughs) uh uh, it hit me that ftr kind of looks like some cops
0: oh yeah oh yeah they definitely look like cops they look like like cops that'll
1: pull up like yeah they're gonna do the like both windows to you and they're gonna be like why are you looking at me talk to him (laughs) like trying to catch you up yeah they look like yeah they look like some dirty cops
0: yeah super troopers all that stuff they look like extras in all of those movies for sure um (laughs) (laughs) But to a casual but to a casual uh, fan, I can understand the confusion. If you're just kind of in and out like, hey, I have Wednesday night free, might as well watch wrestling. But like I work the other Wednesday, so I'm not going to really pay attention to this. And then you tune in and you see later on, you'll you'll uh, we'll get to like that ladder match that's announced for next week. And that's a tag team champion. But then you saw FTR, and that's a tag team. You know, like it is confusing. I understand that. But I think, again, we're, we're getting Ring of Honor a push so that eventually they can get their own TV and then, yeah. hey, we're off. Then there'll be ice. a
1: forbidden door occasional entrance yeah, as exactly. opposed to seeing them every week, right? We will not be seeing Sanjay Dutt every damn week. Yeah. Now, enough. I will
0: say the confusing part, and credit to Excalibur, because I watched uh, the show from last night, and he does mention how the Owen Hart titles are just trophies. They are not to be yeah. defended. they're not... But then... Oh, he could have done it differently.
1: Oh, oh! Here's how you he could have done it differently. And shout out our good friend of the show, Todd Countryman. He brought up a great idea that they missed a huge opportunity to give them Slammy-like awards. For winning the Owen Hart. I said they could have given two each for no reason, right? Or Adam Cole could have been bringing his and Britt Baker's around using like both of them, like Owen Hart did with the Slammies. People be like, you didn't even win, you won one of those. The other one's your wife's so and be like, just change the subject and go on, right? Like, I'm great. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Uh, they missed a great opportunity there.
0: Great. Yeah. And I understand for the first year because they wanted uh, his wife to be a part of it. And that would have kind of been weird for her to be like, you know, here's this special body slam. You know what I mean? Like, and I get it, but maybe next year. Yeah. Let's get to some fun because it does look weird when Adam Cole is interrupting hangman, which we'll get to. And they're talking about another title that we don't see. Talking about two other titles. But, but he yeah, he's a wearing title. a title, right? And so why don't we fighting for that? Yeah, there's a lot well, of Well, we'll talk about a
1: title situation even later with some other folks, too. There's there's a lot of confusion around the title, so we'll keep we'll yeah. keep making that so, a focus.
0: So let's kind of hit on this real quick, and then we'll move on. But what did you think of Buddy Matthews versus Pac?
1: Fine. I think, I think these two, you know what I mean? They work well together. They've got some similar styles. They kind of come from that same mentality, I think. And Pac is always good for those spots, right? Like, his yep. finisher is great. Um, He knows how to kind of just look at the crowd and be like, yeah, right? Like, and you're like, boo, I don't like you, right? They, like, he's good. I love and I him. think it was, yeah. yeah, it was all great. Hawk um,
0: is like, yeah, you disgruntled asshole. Yeah, it was all here. great.
1: I just, you know, I love a good tournament. Um, I just, it's also one of these where I'm like, I'm not really into either storyline that these guys are doing. And so it's just kind of like, all right, you know, this match happens. And I don't think either one of them are winning it. So it was kind of like, all right, cool. That was fun. Right. Especially being live. I think I liked it more live, even. Then I would have maybe watched it on TV. I
0: liked, and again, we're foreshadowing a lot, but we got some points to make here tonight. But I like that there was so much back and forth because the House of Black and Death Triangle have been feuding. So it would make sense that each one would know the offense of the other guy so that there would be counters and kickouts, things like like that. So I like that part of this match um, because it did go for about – 10 minutes 15 minutes something like that but there was back and forth and i don't like back and forth just for the sake of back and forth uh but i did like it in this because it made sense that yeah well we fought each other for the last what three months so like i'm gonna know what you're gonna do right so yeah i like that part of it now let's keep it moving here um backstage eddie kingston goes on a rant one for the ages talks about the jericho appreciation society and he talks about how friday night he's gonna kick jake hager's ass and, and daniel garcia i hate him jericho i hate him 2.0 or whatever you're calling yourself i hate him yeah and he just he's the fucking best because i'll be honest with you anyone other than eddie kingston and i don't give two shits about jericho appreciation society yeah versus anyone right now
1: yeah i i agree uh yeah he like eddie kingston just has that when we talk about the like so many people can can uh what's the word i'm looking for just like um they can just see themselves in a star right like you can just connect yeah. like yeah. there's just something you connect to um eddie kingston is that every man right there's so many aspects of eddie kingston that people will just be like i feel like you know what i mean like he talks mm-hmm. about having been poor right like he's out of shape he's just trying hard he's not the most skilled right but he'll just but god damn it i'm not gonna go down until i you know what i mean you better fucking kill me right and it's just a great attitude that people want to co-opt and stuff and so i think like there's so much money there it feels like they just kind of like i wouldn't force it but like they ought to be willing and ready at any moment to turn that switch on whenever eddie kingston catches fire with something right this jericho thing ain't it but like when you've got a great heel a dominant heel who like is holding power and authority over people either by hook or by crook or something it seems insurmountable Eddie Kingston like like an Eddie Kingston type character would be a great guy to take down like the Roman Reigns character right now you know what I mean yeah. like some yep. like if they get something like a scenario like that in AW soonish and like it would have been great for a CM Punk if he would have turned heel with the title and been like you know what I mean like cheesily finding ways to keep holding on to it because he's a scumbag right like that kind of yeah. thing
0: Yeah, you have Eddie Kingston obviously not do the same kind of move set, and it's not so much like pity, but have him be the AEW version of Mick Foley. You know what I mean? Like Mick Foley had a lot of well, yeah, I kind of didn't work out today because it was hard. Now Eddie Kingston like leans into it where he's like, I got vices. How much a gym membership
1: is? I like, I gotta sleep in my fucking car, man. You think they pay me a lot? (laughs) Well,
0: yeah, but but with him. Well, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But with him, he, he kind of says like, I have vices. I'm trying to get over them, but it didn't happen today. And it's like, yeah, same here. Like I, I was going to do something. I did, I failed. But so that's relatable, right? So yeah, Eddie Kingston is just the absolute best because it can work both ways, right? He could be working on his vices. That's the baby face, right? Like, God damn it, man. I know that I need to, you know, uh, work harder in these matches. So I'm going to. And then if you want to flip it on the, the heel side, it's like, yeah, I got these vices. I need to hurt you. I'm jealous of you. Like, okay. And I get that too. Right? Like he's awesome. He's the best that, anyhow. Uh, let's move on. Then we get the most surprising moment of the night. So it starts off with Trent Beretta comes out, says national best friends day. None of his friends are there. No more yeah. Cassidy, no Chuck. Chris Statlander apparently just has left the group. Yuda obviously went to, uh, blackpool combat club and so uh he's like hey best friends aren't here uh but rapungi vice wasn't beaten by ftr so i want the match and ftr comes out and they're fucking cool right coming in in there uh probably smelling like old spice and you know whatever cigarette they just smoked and uh they're like get yeah, you know it. all right like you shouldn't be mad at us you should be mad at that team who who cost you the match because it's like it wasn't us who who you know just got disqualified it was these assholes right and so then um dax is like all right get come on that team jeff cobb and the other guy like get out here get out here and then out of nowhere will osprey shows up looking like an ugly bg and he's like look at me i'm hopping around and then he calls his group the the, the Aussie something, and they jump FTR and Trent Breda. What did you think of New Japan invading one segment of AEW?
1: If I'm going to be 100% honest with everyone here, if I have something, I if there's a few things I don't like about AEW, one of them is the New Japan uh, involvement. I'm just, I don't watch it I'm not going to watch it. I I don't have enough time to sit there and watch another one that, like, I also might need to translate. And, you know, like, I just I'm just not going to it's just not going to happen. And so, like, to me, as we've talked a whole bunch of times, they don't explain the New Japan stuff enough. Right. Yeah. They just show up and expect, like, everybody to be like, oh, shit, it's Will Ospreay we know who will osprey is because we have been doing a pro wrestling podcast and thus we stay in tune to the pro wrestling world on social media mm-hmm. but if we did not i would not you know what i mean like i might yeah. hear the name but like i definitely wouldn't know him on site and i definitely wouldn't give a shit and so i kind of right now don't give a shit i'm like all right cool i hear about it but he, i also know enough to know it's not my favorite style of wrestling right it's a lot of the young buck style right it's the hand holding it's the i did 14 flips over you and landed on one leg and then i flexed to everybody and it was like cool (laughs) you know what i mean like i can't do that i'll give you props but that's kind of where i'm at with the will osprey thing so to me it's like i know this is a big deal i know Mm. everybody in the wrestling world is like oh my god will osprey's finally on american television on one of the big things and it's 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 a thing but like to me i'm like god damn it now we gotta spend more time on on a person that i'm kind of like yeah i hope this goes quick
0: (laughs) yeah and i understand hey with the partnership you know they're both trying to get something out for themselves right aw is probably trying to get exposed to a japanese market where it's like check out orange cassidy check out eddie kingston like here's some of our guys and for New Japan, they're going to say, check out Tanahashi, check out Will Ospreay, check out Jay White, right? My thing, and this is another criticism we've shared about AEW, is Osprey jumps out. And it's a hardcore kind of crowd. It's more than a hardcore crowd than, uh, say, WWE is, right? But I'd like why is he going after these people? Like there was no explanation. It was just, and and then, and then if it's not an explanation, if it's just simply, Hey, these are a W guys at the 29th, it's going to be my promotion versus that promotion. So we're just looking to pick off whoever we can. Cool. But then if that's the story we're telling, why is no one else in the AW locker room, as far as baby faces running out to yeah. help? Like,
1: well and I want to touch on the best friends thing. they've watered this down so much. They're the best friends, but they are also involved in this thing, right like chaos whatever and rapongi you're right and yeah. and, I, and I and then but now Orange Cassidy's nowhere to be found and even though they're playing his name on the intro board, right yeah. as Trent Brett is out there and it's just like I don't God, yeah, i it may I, for a team I loved, it yeah. really was like, these are the guys yep bro. this is the thing Moment in time it's just gone now.
0: Yeah, for a moment in time, they were the best. That street fight with Santana and Ortiz and Sue's, uh, you know, Sue, uh, Trent's mom comes out. That was the time to make him champs. Uh, that time is now past. I don't understand. Now again, with with last night, I understand it. Right, Orange Cassidy is hurt. I think the last time we saw him, he was in a sling. But like, why wasn't Chuck Taylor there?
1: Yeah, like, the combo really a- makes that team right yeah like they they just their personalities are different when they're apart enough that it doesn't feel like the team anymore
0: yeah and and then again it's it's just this weird and it's okay right i've got different groups of friends you know what i mean like i've got wrestling friends and yeah i've got I like got two or three fans. friends well then like you know then i got mma fan or friends yeah you know what i mean like i've got different yes. interests so i don't have to just be hey Spader yeah i've South got people.
1: barbecues where i can't like invite some people because the other people won't like right,
0: right exactly <laughs> yeah so it makes sense for that but i guess with with trent beretta specifically because he's like rapongi vice but best friends. rapongi vice but best friends i i kind of just want like hey man just just I get it. You're 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 with the best friend, and you're with Rapungi Vice. Let's just make a declaration of who we're with for like the next yeah. month.
1: But and that's like, the thing. Kind of what you said. If Will Osprey's coming in and he's like, "Well, I'm just going to pick somebody off," it's that Trent Brenna who hasn't been around for yeah. you know what I mean. Unless it's just like, "Hey, I just walked in the door. First motherfucker I see out there." But that wasn't is getting explained. his hands right.
0: That's what I'm saying. But nothing was explained on why he did it. It was shock just for shock. It's kind of like when, uh, at SummerSlam, Becky Lynch just showed up to show up like what, it doesn't make sense. Um, and so, yeah, it was cool. Will Ospreay, like on paper, if you say Will Ospreay is going to make a surprise debut on AEW. Dynamite, Awesome. But like have Stokely Hathaway speak for him or have, uh, smart Mark Sterling say like FTR those belts are in breach of contract and I have the person who's going to take those belts from you and it's these fucking guys like there there has to be story more than just surprise yep why why because again we went uh full disclosure we went with my wife and brother-in-law they are not hardcore fans of wrestling so you barely call Will them Ospreay, casual fans right so when Will Ospreay debuted and everyone reacted my brother-in-law was like well who's him And I was like, so he's this guy in New Japan. And he, the literally the second question he asked, he's like, so why doesn't he like them? And I couldn't answer it. I don't fucking know. I don't know. And when I I can't explain it to a casual, like, you're not in a good spot.
1: Well, then it feels bad too, because you're kind of like, you feel like you're letting wrestling down. But you got to be like, it's not my fault. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. So then it was announced on Friday, and I would say check out the match. It was very fun. Uh, it's FTR and Trent Beretta taking on Will Osprey and those uh, yeah. Aussie Open guys or whatever. Fake
1: Hager and whatever else.
0: Oh yeah, Down Syndrome, uh, Peaky Blinder. Yeah, yeah, those two. Yeah, um, yeah. So there we go. Uh, let's get into uh, we're looking, like really a,
1: looking like a looking like a a local chapter of the Proud Boys. <laughs>
0: were, it was a little. <laughs> on the nose Um, Mm. then we get uh, William Regal warning Kyle Riley that was fine nothing bad there but nothing really of note and then we get into a match that I have mixed emotions about since his loss at double or nothing it was a returning hangman Adam Mm. Page taking on the son of Fit Finley David Finley in a one-on-one contest and Adam Cole was on commentary Tim, what did you think of the match?
1: I just, I I didn't, this is it too. I don't care, right? Like, cool. It was mildly interesting because, you know, I grew up knowing who Fit Finley is and now here's his son and so great, right? Like, I'm going to see, I know I've heard he's been wrestling and tearing shit up over in New Japan. So, all right, Mm -hmm. I'm going to see him. But I feel like that's something for a rampage or that's something for an elevation or a dark, right? Because like, again, casual viewer, casual viewer even enough to know like, well, he's not winning, right? This is going to be Hangman. I feel like Hangman should have been in the Battle Royal because that a Battle Royal is an easy thing for you to still lose and then be like, God damn it, right? Because, the, you know what I mean? Somebody swerved you, right? Etc. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not your fault when you lose uh, more battle often royal than not like- a Battle Royal. Yeah. Like something somebody, you know what I mean? Shit happens and so like, that gets him like God damn it, I'm still coming for you punk, right? Like it just, this... Again, it felt like a throwaway. It did
0: definitely feel like a throwaway. And that's why I kind of have a beef with this match. Two reasons. One, if Hangman is supposed to be the, you know, uh, demon from hell on this rampant, like on this revenge tour to get his title back or whatever it is, right? He's like, I'm going to reestablish who I am. I am the best guy in this company. Then... The match doesn't need to go back and forth with David Finley. Like that should have been David Finley gets a kick in the face to Adam Page. Adam Page gets up, then reverses a fucking move, buckshot oh, yeah. hit, and we're done.
1: Like, yeah, we get like is that blood on my lip, you son of a bitch, right? And yeah, then yeah. just bop, bop, boom. Kansas City comp and we're done.
0: Yeah, like if hangman is your number one contender. David Finley shouldn't be getting two counts on him, Like that's, that's multiple. My first, thing. yeah, that's my first thing is, and I get it. We're not just trying to squash people here, right? Like, Hey, go check out David Finley. I understand that, but then don't put them with hangman, right?
1: Like that's the thing. Yeah, that. But like you said, no two counts, you can get a one count in here or maybe yeah. one, two count yeah, early like, or something. But then like, then hangman turns it on. Right.
0: Right. And then you're, you're not getting shit after that, but yeah, too many back and forth things. The second thing that I had an issue with with this match had nothing to do with the competitors, n- neither Hangman or David Finlay. But again, we're trying to increase viewership and get casuals. And you keep promoting that on June 29th, it's the Forbidden Door AEW versus New Japan. Well, you're just giving it to me now. Yeah. Why the fuck am I going to buy this pay-per-view if you're just going to give me Hangman versus David Finley for no
1: reason? And as I'm saying, if this is what it is, I flat out kind of will tell you I'm probably not buying this pay-per-view.
0: Oh, I, I'm i going to because I just love AEW and it's Hangman. Eh. And so Hangman gets the victory, right? Hangman gets the victory and he addresses the, the battle oil. For whatever reason, he's like, They don't want me to have this title. I'm not getting a title shot anytime soon. No idea why, right? Is Tony Khan now a heel? Again, anyhow, semantics. But then he's like, I then want another world title. I want the IWGP title and I want Okada. And he goes, boo, boo, right? Boo, 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 right? But then Adam Cole goes like, no. It's me. Yeah, I right. want that. Because I won the Owen. Now he makes a valid point. Hey, I won the Owen Hart thing. You, you lost your match. Yep. In our last two biggest matches, I won and you lost. So I should get that shot. Again. W- why? So you want
1: the title. He wants the title. But here comes the guy with the title, but he didn't want that title. That guy also wants the other title, but not the first title
0: yeah and, and what why doesn't adam cole want to face why wasn't adam cole in well, the damn battle royal
1: then why didn't adam cole just go kick his ass well, because he kick his ass well,
0: i get that i get that point because he can't right but like if adam cole is wanting power and gold and you know all the super elite whatever stuff why was he in the battle royal
1: yeah why is he not in the battle royal yes there's a lot of why is he not in the battle royals? oh Katie, first lady, is in the chat on YouTube and she says, Hey, birthday girl in the house. Hey. And then she says, Cody's chest still gives me nightmares. Oh, stay tuned, Katie. Uh, We're going to be bringing that up later. We got to tweet the table about that. And, Katie, Katie, happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Katie, we were at AEW Dynamite last night. Don't know if you heard that. We had floor seats. I think I might name this episode Floor Seats.
0: You should. So, again, it was cool that Hangman wants to go for the IWGP championship because, again, it can't just be New Japan guys want AEW titles. I get it, right? Have some AEW talent say, like, I want the opportunities over there. So I understand from a baseline standpoint of what the pay-per-view is, like why someone would go after the IWGP heavyweight championship. I just think Hangman should be going after the title he just lost because that's what he loves the most anyhow, like Wardlow going after the IWGP heavyweight championship would make more sense to me than hangman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of Wardlow next up, we get Wardlow and he's in there and he also doesn't make any fucking sense.
1: No sense. Can I, can I talk about this? All right. So Wardlow comes out and he's like, Wardlow, right? And he's like, ah, he's like, listen, I wasn't in the, in the thing, but I asked not to be. And then I, that immediately I'm already rejecting this. I'm like, no, you didn't. Why, why, why are you saying this? First of all, cause like I get enough to know, to understand Wardlow was brand new, right? He just got his contract. Might've had one legitimate match that we've seen on television, right? Like as an AEW wrestler, he's not earned his spot in that battle Royal. That's the fucking story. You tell But like, but you don't even have to address it. So like, he says, I didn't want it. And we're like, well, why didn't you want it? Right. And he goes into, you know, that's why the whole crowd went, why didn't you want it it at once? And don't know if you caught that on TV. And so he says, CM Punk is our champion. So if I'm not pinning his shoulders to the mat, I don't want it. But the problem with that is that's how the interim title works. Like you'll be the champion until he comes back and then you get a chance to pin his shoulders to be the full champion. What are That's you talking whole... about? That's the whole point. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. And yeah. then he goes. Instead, I want the T-N-T-G. TNT title, TNT title, yeah. the TNT title. Scorpio Sky comes out and he's like, "Fuck you, you will." Right, paraphrasing. But mm. like, shouldn't that have just have been reversed? Right, like, shouldn't the Scorpio Sky have been out there just talking smack, talking some shit? And Warlord comes out and he's like, "Will you shut your mouth?" I'm going to show you they wouldn't let me in that thing because I'm too new, but I'm not too new for that. Give me that. Right. Yes. And th- that's, yeah, that's all you that, needed.
0: That's what I thought you should do is Wardlow says I've only had one contracted a W match. And then you don't even have to put it on a W right. He could have just said the babyface thing to do is to start from the bottom and work your way to the top. Yeah. Yeah. And one title, that is before that is the TNT championship. And then Scorpio Sky yeah. comes out, he's injured. They say, don't do it. And then he's like, I'll wait for you,
1: right? Yeah, or even just, again, we addressed this earlier with Hangman. You could have put him in the Battle Royal and had somebody, you know, three guys, when his back is turned, whoops him out, right? And then he's got somebody to go after. Oh, uh,
0: and yeah, we'll talk about what he's doing next week real quick, but if you even if you go that route and you have Wardlow in the match right it could have still been scorpio sky who's not in the battle royal sneaks in eliminates him and is like i eliminated you because i'm the man of the hour and you're getting too much
1: attention i should have been in that match why the hell were you you've only had one contracted match like should have been me it'd be like should have been you like you're you're already a champion and be like yeah but you know what I mean? Like, right. so what? I still I could have been for two. Be like, well, you're not going to have any because yeah. I'm taking that sure. one. So it makes no sense what Wardlow's saying, but he does, say which is he'll dangerous because Wardlow's so on fire right now. He's so hype. Then he comes well, out and he's like, "Well, I didn't want to wrestle for the title, and now I want to go yeah, for an easier one." Yeah,
0: and so hopefully we can like brush this under the rug as fast as possible because next week is when he gets to do his fun shit and i get it right wardlow just took out mgf we need to have him in serious things no we don't because next week it's going to be wardlow versus 20 security guards it's one on 20 i love that this is when you get the fun shit this is the braun strowman tips over the fucking ambulance or braun strowman you know rips down the, the the raw set like this is the great stuff that we're gonna get that we're gonna talk about next week when we're like holy shit tim when he fucking just threw the guy into the third row power remember when him? he
1: picked up a guy in cesaro swing and knocked over seven other guys
0: <laughs> exactly yeah. like the, it's going to be fun. So like, yes. that's what you need to do with Wardlow is have them go back to being fun while we wait to do the next thing. And this is a perfect thing to do. Cause Mark Sterling obviously is a schmuck. And so he's easy to put the, the, you know, promos on and then it's security guards. Like the security guards we saw were local. T- like we knew them. It was, it was uh, Niles Planquet and Howlett and uh, Curtis Stallion, or Kurt, not Stallion. Kurt Gannon. Kurt Gannon, yeah. And uh-huh.
1: so, you know what I mean? Flex like, was out there. Well, I don't, not in that Flex spot, was I think. But he, he was yeah. actual security. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he also had a spot where he was, uh, who was he helping out uh, up the stage? I forgot.
0: Uh, uh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Kingston, that's that right was, Eddie. But, right, but that, was, that was like that oh was that was thing, rampage
1: thing. wasn't it yeah, yeah.
0: yeah that was rampage yeah right hey by the way I can hear a little static just wanna, oh, okay all right yep just want to let you know on that um so I don't know if something's touching nope there you go perfect um okay so yeah we get through that silliness but again next week we're gonna get some highlights from Wardlow as he goes one on 20 one on
1: tw- one, one versus on 20. 20. but
0: one versus 20 security guards. Love it. It's elimination too, I think. So it's not going to actually be like all 20 at the same time. So, so let's get into the next thing. You mentioned them, uh, the tag team champions for AEW Jurassic express. Now this segment starts with the young bucks talking about how they're beating everyone. So now they want the championships back. Okay. Kind of makes sense, right? The pin, the champions Mm for that They beat, uh, the, uh, lucha bros. So they, it would make sense that they think they were ready for that. But then the Hardys come in. We're like, well, guess what? Who beat you at Double or Nothing? Okay, still makes sense. Everything's coherent here. And then Jurassic Express comes in with Christian just overriding whatever Jurassic Express wanted to do, just putting them in spots that maybe they're not comfortable with. At least that's what Jungle Boy looked like. He did yes. not look. Yeah, totally so he
1: like, this. yeah, Christian has a couple times been throwing subtle shade at Jungle Boy, and Jungle Boy started to kind of, if you notice the facial expressions, he's mm-hmm. like. I mean, man, like what? And then he puts him in this like, well, hey, let's all three teams, let's all have a match, and we're gonna do it in a match made us famous ladder match. And Jungle Boy's kind of like, well, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, are you speaking for us? Like, you kind of see a little bit of that where he's like, uh, and and the last couple weeks that Christian has been doing this, he's been literally dressed in all jet black. I think we're getting, I think we're getting what we've talked about. The Christian now is finally like punking these dudes.
0: Okay, but now here's my question for you: Is it Christian Punk's Jurassic Express, or is it Luchasaurus and Christian Punk Jungle Boy? Because one thing that you're also noticing is is Luchasaurus. It's, now again, he's a dinosaur, so he thinks he can do everything, right? But he has no like side looks Kong's at Christian. Right. He's just it's like Jungle okay. Boy. Like it's always Jungle Boy who's like, "What the fuck are we doing this week?" Like or or could because because again tony khan likes to try to you know ying when we all think it's yang right he goes he swerves right when you should be swerving left yeah well what if it's what if it's jungle boy fucking beats up christian cage and was like you're the asshole who kept on putting us in these situations like and christian is like i thought you could handle it it's jungle boy then turns heel and is like yeah. i'm tired of you fucking over my shoulder telling me what to do
1: no i kind of think would be fun I, I think it would be better if we have the luchasaurus turns heel maybe we go away from the luchasaurus thing as christian's like then we can get back to the I'm a dinosaur thing later, right? Yes! Um, but we get him away because Christian's like, listen, I'm gonna take you to the top. Nobody's better than me, man. Look what I did for Edge, look what I did for you know, or he'll say Adam or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. he'll you know what I mean, like, look what I did for that Randy guy over there or whatever. Right? Like just say a bunch of things, right? Like be like, Remember I teamed with Chris Jericho, I made him a champion, right? Like all kinds of stuff, right? Like um and then we get a more heel sinister character out of whatever name we're gonna apply to yeah. Retrosaurus. I think that would be the better play um because again but, as you said we, we we need a new big monster right
0: yeah we need yeah because again miro's awesome but he's not necessarily the most intimidating one like he you know he's put together he he gets the award for getting off the bus but like he's not the biggest guy on the roster so mm-hmm. a luchasaurus being the big monster could make sense but it's interesting because luchasaurus i've always noticed because i have been noticing jungle boy keeps looking sideways but luchasaurus is just like yeah what why are you upset about this yeah and that makes me think we're we're jungle boys like well then i want out of this you guys suck and then he you know gets in his feelings
1: i don't know how i'm gonna feel with a heel jungle boy right i don't
0: know could be fun yeah could be fun but it's most likely gonna be christian yeah Yeah. uh because because for all the things aew does do when they swerve when they shouldn't kind of thing they also do pay off yeah. things that should yeah. be paid off. Like they I, I make like it simple for the time
1: subtleties, time. and the Young Bucks are good at this. Like this is an aspect of the game that I do appreciate that they have in these segments where they're like they're talking, and then Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy come in, and he's like, "God damn it!" He's like, "Brandon, I told you to lock the door." Like, what the fuck's going on? Lock yeah. the door, and then uh, when Christian walks in with him, he's like, "Hey, you guys, ought to lock that door." <laughs> you know, what I mean? like, <laughs> like just the little subtle things, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, And, and again, I, I've challenged them on this podcast before and I'll do it again. But like young bucks, you keep telling me you're the fucking greatest thing in the fucking world. All I see you do is work with your friends. Like go, go run up on Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. Go run up on Team Taz. You know what I mean? Like you're I know just. What you mean. Yeah, but you're you're always just with your friends it's always yeah jurassic express lucha bros uh maybe a private yeah, why don't we get a young Bad bucks versus Hardy's. butcher
1: and blade best of five or something
0: or or just but like just anyone like any other tag
1: team and the i thought did
0: the f yes claim the young bucks right and i'm talking like a story not just a one-off that's yeah, so what i'm saying like a say best on- of
1: five we don't have to call it best of five but like let's get five yeah. matches out of this story
0: yeah and not just a one-off where it's the varsity blondes versus the young bucks for a dynamite. I'm talking like a, Hey, we have a story here to tell and it's not with our friends because that's the thing that's kind of annoying about all of
1: them. You brought up the varsity blondes. You see the tweet I sent you where, it said like name your celebrity crush and Brian Pillman was like Mandy Rose. Hope she doesn't see this. And then a bunch of people were like Brian, thanks, thanks for helping me find my lost puppy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, thanks good for letting for me borrow the Lambo last weekend. Yeah, good <laughs> thanks for Thanks for giving me. Thanks for giving me a couple of grand to get my grandpa's rent or such <laughs> That was great. Loved yeah, it. That was awesome.
0: Uh, but yeah, just and again, it looks like Adam Cole is going to be taking on Hangman Adam Page. First off, we just saw that two months ago and then, also, or they're going to be in
1: a three way with whatever Okada, Who was it again, you know, Okada. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But again, it's like well,
1: I want to yeah. challenge yourself.
0: Just challenge yourself. That's all I would say is just get outside of your comfort zone. Work with Keith Lee, work with John Moxley, not with Kenny Omega, like a John Moxley kind of by his own thing. Um, work with a. God, there's just so many people, you know, work with Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson and CM Punk versus the young bucks. Do that. You know what I mean?
1: Let's but, get Lance and, Archer and who else who would join Lance Archer against the young bucks? Oh, yeah, Lance Archer's uh, an alone guy.
0: No, no, no. Uh, Here it is, Kip Sabian. He keeps doing the underrated, overrated thing, and he just joins him because he's like, "Fuck these people, they're all dying." I'm with you, Lance. Let's kill them all.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everybody dies, and I want to watch them.
0: Yeah, and Lance is like,
1: "All right, I can get behind that."
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's (laughs) good. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's get back in the show. Then we get into our legitimate piss break. It's the Thunder Rosa versus Marina Shafir. I legitimately got up to go use the bathroom because I had to. One and two, Marina Shafir is getting too much TV time. This was her first match in a couple months, and that's too much. She's horrible. Yeah, it's not fun. She's she's not she she is fine. I I, I should clarify my statements here. She can wrestle.
1: She's good at sure, that. She knows the moves. She she's it. got the spot. She understands what the shtick is. But she, I mean, she is
0: Elias boring. Like Elias or Ezekiel, whatever the fuck we're calling him, does all the fun stuff, What she doesn't do. But like, he does all the fun stuff. But when you ring the bell, ain't no one fucking caring. And Marina Shafir, you can say, I'm the problem. Oh, you should solve me, all that fucking dumb shit. But she's boring. She is boring. And Thunder Rosa, for her credit made this match something right. It didn't. Mm -hmm. It was something, but the big news is thunder Rosa beats Marina Shafir post-match. Marina Shafir is like, well, I don't like this. hits her right. Hits her. And then Tony storm runs out just wearing a bra, which apparently is a shirt for women. That's interesting.
1: I'm down. Um, Yeah. But it's just,
0: you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're just passing bras off as shirts. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Let's just go, all let the way then. Body go on. <laughs> I don't know about body shaming people, but it's just it just come on. Um, anyhow, I don't know why that was a critique of mine. Uh, but it looks like it's going to be now.
1: Listen, do um, you write the censor?
0: <laughs> What's well, up right the censor? It's just like what are we doing? Like
1: I don't know. Listen, what? that skirt doesn't go down to your knees. I'm going to need you to go back and change.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not bad. It's just fucking come on. You know, you're wearing a fucking underwear. You're wearing underwear. You're not wrestling, and you're wearing underwear. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, but it looks like we're gonna get Tony Storm Thunder Rosa. Hey,
1: remember you you, when this? you said like if you look like Randy Orton, you wouldn't wear pants either? I think it's the same kind of thing. Okay, oh, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, makes yeah. Sense. What did I think about this match? I didn't give a shit about the match. Um, and yeah, well, what sure. What do you think
0: about Tony Storm?
1: Yeah, Tony, Tony Storm, Storm Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. I, I guess I just isn't. Um... Isn't she uh, being Tony Storm face too? So are we getting a face face thing? Right. So right now we don't have a world's champion on the men's side. So like Thunder Rose is the world champion. And it just feels like, kind of like you said, they put this in the piss break spot. She yep. gets attacked from behind after kind of an easy, you know, like roll up. Wasn't it kind of a thing? Yes. And uh-huh. and then needs help from the other face, right? It just, I don't know. It's a good look. Just didn't, you know, like it just didn't really hit with me. What didn't hit with me is
0: now apparently you can fail up and get a title shot. Yeah. Because Tony Storm lost the Owen Hart thing to Britt Baker. And now she just gets yeah. the again. Nothing was announced, but we can put two and two together. It looks to be that way down the down the road. And I understand Tony Storm's gonna go on elevation or dark and win eight matches in a row and then it's going to look like hey she's the number one contender i get it right again it's wrestling so you're not trying to get too upset about it but it just tony storm so far in aw is a loser just like marina Shafir. marina Shafir might have went on a 10 match win streak on dark or elevation but the last time i saw her she lost to uh, whoever that person was, <laughs> Jade Cargill. She she took on Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill beat her ass, right? So like she failed up because the next time we see her on Dynamite, she's getting a shot.
1: And so well, that's yeah, what I don't and like here's about again. This. So like you lose to Jade Cargill, but now you get a world title match. Like it doesn't. It's backwards, and it almost feels like, well, is the team, the TBS champion the real right. women's champion? Right. Like, is that the more yeah. important bill now and it, with Marina Shapir,
0: I guess the criticism can be washed away with. It was an open challenge. So she answered it. Open yeah, challenge. Sure. Okay. Yes, right. of course. That's that's right. Yeah. But like I, yeah. But same thing. Over, shouldn't
1: it be kind of like you said, where David Finley shouldn't have got a little bit offense, offense before he yeah. got smacked up. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, like you're gonna I, be good one day, Marina Shafir. But right now, today. our world champ is a class above you.
0: Right, and that's where I, I get it. They, they they are very much if you're breaking kayfabe, they they are definitely um, ones that are like, hey, we'll we'll give you some offense, right? Kenny Omega took shit from uh, Bully Ray because he wrestled a match with Sonny Kiss in a tournament. And, oh no, he was the champion. And I think it was Sonny Kiss and Sonny Kiss got offense and Bully Ray was like, you don't ever do that. And he's like, shut up. Yeah, it's okay. Right. And it is okay, generally speaking, but not with storytelling, right? Like the storytelling, you shouldn't be doing that because I mean, you want to look at real sports, look at boxing when a champion loses they typically then get a tune-up fight then they get a contenders fight and then they get the championship fight if it wasn't a a immediate rematch you know what i'm saying and so yeah i i I need my champions to be like i'm the fucking best but i'm the best
1: yeah unless there's something intrinsically in the story to the champion that they're a you know champion by luck right right or try hard who managed to get one over and now they've got to like pull shit out of their ass to maintain it but not thunder Rosa. or they're a heel who uses cheating but thunder rosa is supposed to be
0: the badass one of the best
1: competitors and that's why she won it
0: and so yeah i just need again Britt baker looks like a million dollars almost every single time and that's fine because she should be because she's great and i like her a lot but we need other people in that women's division
1: other than more main event level people to act like main event level people is kind of the thing with aw is like it feels like what you're telling me is there is no like you know like if we're going to do sports references if you go like who's the nfl quarterbacks you've got definitely got like you'll say like hey these top five are the are the elite the next 10 are good you know the next seven are bums right like that kind of thing we don't have a lot of that at all it's like you've got a champ but like they're in the same level as like 30 people Anybody can give mm-hmm. them a 20 minute masterpiece. Anybody. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that needs to not happen. In my opinion, there just needs to be more squashes more like, Oh shit, this is a strong champion. Like she'll well, fuck you up if, if for nothing up.
1: else for setting yourself up for the ability to create that story, to elevate somebody to that later. Mm-hmm. Right. Because like right now we're like, Oh my God, we built Wardlow, But like, If anybody can beat anybody, we're going to lose the momentum with a Wardlow build, right? Yeah. Thunder Rosa, same thing is happening now. Right.
0: Exactly. So let's move on to the main event. Uh, As mentioned, John Moxley takes on the winner of the Battle Royal, Kyle O'Reilly. Again, fine, good.
1: Friends of the show.
0: Friends of the show, both been on. Thank you so much for both doing interviews with us. Um, Moxley wins.
1: We all knew that. And that's a show. Yeah, but we all got to do the wild thing. Oh, you know? it was
0: fun to be there. Yeah, yeah. I stood up on As my he chair. walked by
1: us in our floor seats.
0: Yep, so much fun. <laughs> got to do all the fun stuff with him. But again, it would have been a more interesting match, in my opinion, with the people that were in that battle royal if it was if it was Will or Udo. You
1: know what I, I mean? Agree. I agree. And look, I think, look, we knew it would be a good, brutal match where it would kind of be like, Hey guys, you didn't have to go that hard, right? Like you took it a little bit easier. We'd all be well, happy. There was,
0: there was one spot where Kyle Riley got his, like he was biting the second rope and then Moxley kicked the rope yeah. and they like hurt his mouth. Like that was cool. But yeah. like, wow. I just, yeah, I just need, I want some more established. Like these are the fucking people. These are the mid tier and these are just kind of working on it. Cause like, It feels to me that Adam Cole, Samoa Joe, Hangman Adam Page, and Brian Danielson are all the fucking same. But then when they wrestle Max Caster, they have to kick out a three, two counts. Mm -hmm. Like, no, because Max Caster's down here with the gun club. And you know what I mean? And so yeah, it's like, like, if we had
1: a European title, that would be where max casters level is right now. Right.
0: Compared yeah. to a Samoa so...
1: Joe, who would be in the world title level, right? right? Like exactly. Those two should not meet without it being clear that Samoa Joe is decisively gonna... better. Look, yeah, it, I think we, it's a good precedence to have that in any wrestling match, somebody has got a puncher's chance or they've got a roll up, you know, sneakers chance, a one, two, three kids kind of chance. But right. if you if you try it and then fail, then it is over for you. Yep. Right? Like, yep. hey, you went for your puncher's chance. You landed, but Samoa Joe has a head three times the size of yours, and it didn't work, and you lose. Right? right? Or yep. you missed because Hangman was too quick, and you got a buckshot lariat, and you're done. Exactly. Right? Exactly.
0: So – yeah, uh, so that was A.W. Dynamite. We also got Rampage. We won't talk about that because, again, we don't want to spoil anything. We're not Sean. We're Ron recording Saffir this on either. a Thursday
1: night if you're listening to this later. And if you're listening to this later, why didn't you watch live Thursday nights, hey. YouTube and Twitch now? Live on hey. the Twitch if you're a Twitch person. Twitchy chitch. Yeah, we're, we're trying to connect to you youngins, kids, right? But I will be. Yeet yeah. or whatever you say. Right? Yeah. <laughs> for,
0: sh- for shizzle. Are Is Twitch the yeet
1: tube? Is there a yeet tube <laughs> Yeah, for I shizzle?
0: yeah is that still a thing right
1: yeah 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 and hey, we like so, the miley cyrus too
0: <laughs> yeah she's cool right hey yeah. you heard about that new act taylor swift she's fun yeah Um, so what would you think of aw dynamite so we went we were there that's this was your first show this was my third because i'm a veteran think, what'd you think
1: yeah i think um uh hey look having floor seats was great <clears throat> <clears throat> uh <clears throat> but i think this show I, I look i think we were talking about the mjf buzz um going in we're like we're going to see mjf and you're like not a chance and I was like yeah you're probably right be too early for them one if it's all a shoot we're definitely not going to see him two if it's a work which we think it is you don't want to pull a summer of punk thing and and have him show up in too early week. on this thing right yeah. so so um, you know, I think I just I felt like we we discussed there was no you know we didn't see the the hits here right for the by and large part right like we didn't see yep. your Brian Danielson we didn't see your CM Punk we didn't see your Chris Jericho we didn't see your Orange you know, Cassidy Orange Cassidy Kenny, Kenny Omega there's a lot of these names that we were like ah huh. this felt like a a lot more mid card heavy show so I'm kind of glad I was more in person for this one to get the environment and the feel and hanging mm-hmm. out with friends you know um yeah. and all that jazz so but i think the show was well i think it was fine but i wouldn't call this you know any one of their top 10 shows or anything like that
0: no the thing that i left with is yeah we didn't get a lot of the hits right we didn't get sting uh we got darby allen but we didn't get um samoa hook. joe well we got hook but we didn't get hook we well, yeah Hook after the yeah hook's the best I literally threw a chair when he came out at the yeah. end of the show. I was yeah. like, yes! I really, oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. You were really um, mad
1: when we were oh, watching yes. Rampage, and you thought yeah. we were getting hooked.
0: And then we didn't. We got fucking Will Ospreay. I didn't <sighs> want to see that. I want to see Hook and Dan Housen. Yeah. But what I thought about with this show is we we just touched on it. Not a lot of top-level talent. However... Jesus Christ. All of those people we just named were not on the show. You do that with WWE. You don't have Cody, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Usos, Riddle, Randy Orton. And you don't give a fuck about that show, right?
1: No, they probably do one of those shows where somebody wrestles three times.
0: (laughs) Well, with this one, they said, AEW said, okay, cool. Then we're going to give you Eddie Kingston a lot. And you love it. Don't you? And we go, fuck. Yeah. And then they say, we're going to give you FTR a lot. Well, and we here's Will
1: Ospreay you. out of nowhere, right? Like, yeah, yeah I mean, so here's they, Will yeah.
0: Ospreay. Mm-hmm. But like just, that just shows how deep they are because like we're talking about mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston should be a champion. Yeah. And he, like we just named 10 people.
1: Here here's the thing, we'll pull we'll pull the curtain back for you too for those folks who were not able to attend live uh from the floor. Um we <laughs> uh Tony Khan was really blowing smoke. He comes out and he loves to tell you that the best crowd ever. Um, which, you know, listen, I, I wanna believe because it was Kansas City, you know. Mm-hmm. It was us. I'm sure and, we were the he, best, but I'm sure he says that it, to all the crowds.
0: Well, and to his credit, he did have a an accurate callback. He did bring up the first show that they did, and it had the Iron Man match between Pac and Kenny Omega. So it wasn't as if he was just like, I love this. Remember Sting? He was here once. Like yeah. it was a real thing. And so he's like, oh man, scary. I
1: love it every time we come to Kansas, Kansas City, Kansas City, love yeah. this place. You guys have you have the spaghetti the barbecue? Love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought it was good. Um, but yeah, I just thought
0: like this. AEW has so much talent that when you list off 11 people that were not there and you still are entertained with Eddie Kingston uh oh, and the Darby crowd was high yeah crowd was Love engaged
1: it. all night and yeah. i i have yes. not watched back the full show but it was coming across well uh in the first couple matches when i watched back this morning um yeah. crowd was high crowd was really hype.
0: yeah and and that's the best thing i think is when you go to a in, if anyone's been to both, you'll know what I'm talking about here. But when you go to an AW show, it feels like, well, what are we gonna see? Like last night, Will Ospreay. That fucking happened, right? Um, like there's an energy and like a buzz, and like, okay, what's going on? I don't know, man. Do you think this or like the battle royal? Who could win? Like, gonna be anyway. Like, there's an Eddie Kingston? Maybe maybe Darby Allen. I don't know. And so there's always this buzz, and there's talk, and you know, people are telling jokes, and you're you're getting all the stuff. When you go to WWE it just feels like a desensitized like product. This is a, and this is B and this is C and look at the capital one commercial. And this is a, and this is B and look at that stone cold commercial. And this is a, it's just, it's boring. It's really just fucking paint. my numbers. You know how many
1: times I at a WWE, this is why I stopped going to them after a while, because I realized I was like, man, is this not over yet? Like this is, I'm checking out i'm ready yeah. to go yeah and
0: at the at rampage they did three or excuse me at aw they did three hours and we left
1: four like, we, we did yeah. dark elevation we did
0: yeah uh, dynamite you know? and
1: rampage right yeah i mean we were there yeah. we were we got there at six and we yeah. didn't leave until what 11 yeah yeah
0: and it it, it flew by yeah, and that's again without their top talent. That's the biggest like compliment I can give them is they gave us kind of a layup show, and it was still awesome. That I mean,
1: yeah. goddamn, no, I loved it.
0: So let's talk about who, uh, what was in a layup. W uh, W. Okay, you want to transition so, into that fun stuff?
1: All right. So one of the biggest news of the pro wrestling world this week. Was a WWE story. So, Hell in a Cell was this weekend. I did some picks last week while Tom was gone, right? That was last week. Mm-hmm. And, yep. uh, um, I was in Long Beach. I watched this. Was one of the few matches I think that people were kind of like, okay, I want to see this, right? Hell in a Cell, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins. Like, they're going to do some stuff. They're going to, you know, I mean, both of these guys want to be the best of the best of the best. They're going to make this a match. They're, you know, they're going to give it their all. Well, then we start hearing the news day of like, could sounds like Cody Rhodes tears his pack lifting weights, but is going to wrestle. And so all morning I'm like, okay, what? Um, two, well, it must not be that bad then, right? Like if he's going to wrestle and then yikes, this thing looked nasty. And let's go to a tweet the table real quick. By the way, use hashtag tweet the table on Twitter. Follow us at table show, but use hashtag tweet the table and, and just tell us whatever you're thinking about wrestling. And we're going to read them right here on the show. Like at big Josh at the rebel trucker, excuse me, at the rebel trucker, big Josh says hashtag tweet the table. That is one nasty bruise on Cody. If that's a legit injury, I'm shocked. WWE cleared him to compete. Hashtag hell in a cell. And, you know, I heard a doctor's explanation was, um, that well, A, that it was Cody demanding to, to do it. And uh two, that like if you've ripped it off the bone, there's no more damage to be done. Like it's a pain tolerance issue. Which I'm sure you can find some doctors that will argue that. Um yeah, because, because like there's movement and stuff, right? Like yeah, yeah.
0: then you're overcompensating for the peck with something else, and then if that is being uh too strained much pressure on it right. or strained, then mm-hmm. that goes. Yeah, that felt like a dumb fucking explanation and then also look cody said you're gonna have to kill me i'm gonna wrestle this match uh, no we're a publicly traded company yeah you're not going to do this this is a corporation this isn't your this isn't aew where you ran the we show already
1: get shit for not providing health care <laughs> as a okay. normal you know like yeah bleh.
0: yeah and so it look did it add intrigue and interest and give it a natural story that made you interested throughout 1 million percent, right? It was like, man, he's doing a lot of crazy. Like this is, and then yeah. when Seth was going after it, you're like, wow, that's pretty, you know what I mean? Like, so,
1: Okay. So to me, yes, there was more interest, but it was car crash interest. Yes. Right. A million percent. It yeah. The was, story wasn't interesting. It was car crash interest. And, and honestly, I don't, I'm not like, man, Cody Rhodes is great. He really toughed it out. I'm like, man, Cody Rhodes is an idiot. Yeah. Why did you do that? And I am 100%, 10,000 times more now impressed with Seth Rollins for putting in a performance that's able to protect that guy Uh that's able to kind of, you know what I mean, and still make it look like, because it was a good match. Don't get me wrong. Match was good even. But like, man... It should not have happened. And I will continue to say that. Like, just shouldn't have yeah. happened. Now, I, like, boo, hell in a cell would have really, really, really been ass. It, it already was ass. But, like, woo, woo, it would have been bad without that. So, I get yeah. where they're like, hey, listen, he really wants to go. Okay. yeah, nothing else. We got, we nothing, got, else. Kind of we got yeah. nothing else. John Cena said he can't make it tonight. Yeah. So. We don't have We don't
0: have ten guys. <laughs> where yeah. we could just rotate we called Brock Eddie Kingston
1: called John, yeah.
0: <laughs> but like with, with, you know, AEW, if that was Eddie Kingston, who tore his pec, mm-hmm. they can rotate in and say, Hey, guess what? Brian Danielson gets a shot and you're like, Oh shit. Right. Like they don't have that in WWE. It's three guys and that's about it. And everyone else is like ricochet. Couldn't have yeah. filled in. Look, Drew McIntyre you know
1: is mean? already, he's on a plane, Can't make it in time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. we're done
0: now. I will say this about the match. Again, their week-to-week storytelling, WWE, that is, is not great. Cody and Seth have been doing decent since the surprise at WrestleMania, which still hasn't been uh, explained.
1: Well, Seth Rollins in the polka dots.
0: That's what I'm saying. But here's the thing that's great. So Seth Rollins does the polka dots. Ha, ha, ha. Look at this. Look at this. But if you notice the, the theme of the match, was around the sledgehammer, mm-hmm. which is Seth Rollins and Cody's another, you know, well touch point And he's there. paying
1: homage to Triple H with the peck tear.
0: Right. Well, and that's <laughs> his favorite wrestler. And then Seth, you know, their whole right. history and all of that. So, like, they have a touch point there. So, I like how they've just like, hey, we're going to get away from Dusty now and let's get into how we are both connected to Triple H. So, that was interesting. I liked how they kind of uh, moved into that. And then when we got to Monday – again, Cody comes out. I was like, I was going to do this regardless, blah, blah, blah. And then Seth Rollins takes the sledgehammer sledgehammer and then puts it in his pec and does the thing again, like, God damn. So it was interesting. I liked it, but I don't know what the payoff could be unless it's triple H is the guest referee. That's the only thing I could think of is trip. But even then, like getting up, getting down, I imagine he's going to take a kick to the head and he's going to have to fall down or something. But like, if You're gonna have Triple H, he's alive and he's backstage, but you're gonna have him do anything because he has a pacemaker now. That's pretty scary, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Maybe he just sits in the in a chair, you know, and just rings the bell like does a Brett screwed or a Sean screwed Brett thing and he rings the bell and that's how he ends the match and you know puts himself into this storyline. Uh, but I definitely don't want to see him physical, that would that would definitely suck. Um, so
1: yeah. I uh responded to our biggest fan right now on Twitter, Cutie Marshall. Uh he said I don't want to be on your podcast and I know, I know, cutie, I understand you're dying to be on the live YouTube stream. I get it. I get it. We'll get you booked up for that. Don't worry. I'm 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 responding right now right now on the live YouTube stream stream. We'll get it. We'll get it soon. You know? We'll get you booked soon. Promise. <laughs> cutie love you love you cutie <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh, but yeah. he does um, okay so while you're doing that let's get into the next thing with the WWE mm-hmm. which would be
1: yes yeah let me get back sorry I we love the fans and cuties are biggest so just had to respond in real time that's what we would do for you as well you know, yes, you know nobody's a bigger, much a bigger fan than cutie though. So we've got to, we got to stop everything for, for quad track, uh, at big job <laughs> at the rebel trucker, big Josh says, well, well that didn't last long for edge hashtag WWE raw. And yeah, so, all right. So hell in a cell, they've got their, you know, triple threat of darkness, right? They've got the house of purple taken on AJ styles uh finn balor and who was it man fucking who was it Damian priest no what's her oh Liv morgan live morgan that's right so they're doing their thing and you know edge pins finn balor the 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 dork order wins and we move on <laughs> we move on right like we move on it's fine it's whatever they're saying it's all that's the right deal right they're a faction this other team was thrown together they win but now we're on Raw, and they're like, hey, we're going to get a fourth member to the door quarter now. We got a fourth member, and it's Finn Balor. And it's like, well, I, okay, well, I guess, you know, can't beat him, join him, right? I'm, I'm like, all right, I'll deal with that. But that feels like a weird way to do it, right? Like just an announcement. All of a sudden, he's coming out all smiles, right? Not that he's beaten down or anything. And then we get the swerve, and ah, it's, we're beating up edge because Finn Balor is now leading, presumably, right? Like, just didn't feel right, right? Didn't how, why did they want Finn Balor when he just lost to edge? Like, I don't.
0: The only thing that I think, or I shouldn't say think the only thing that I hope is that it's Damian priest who leads it because Damian priest was the one who lined edge. And so I'm hoping Damian priest says, Hey, that match was so close and it didn't need to be. You're the weak link. You're out of here. By the way, the strongest guy on their team was Finn Balor. So that's why he's with us, right? Like right. if you're doing it that way, okay. But then again, Finn Balor is a bigger star than Damian Priest. So it'd be weird that he would take a back seat to Damian Priest. So, I, so yeah, I don't. And then I hope, again, there's a lot to, to unpack here, but like, I hope then AJ Styles comes out and was like, hey, Finn, what the hell and with WWE tropes, I don't want to be then like the what's the the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing. Yeah, I don't want AJ and Edge to then be like, hey, we we tried to kill each other about fifteen times, but let's team up to take out them. No, so and then, and then again, here, here's one last thing I want to yeah. say though. It's like Edge was a piece of shit, right? He's the dork order. He's all that stuff, right? So like because other evil people beat him up doesn't then make him de facto good guy, right? Like if Batman is feuding with the Joker, right. And let's say penguin comes in and shoots Joker in the back of the head and doesn't kill him. But like, you know, does something to Joker Joker doesn't automatically go like, Hey, but I'm a good guy now. It's like, no, Tom, you're still an ass.
1: Tom. I'm I'm glad we're talking about edge right now because we're coming up Diet on nine Dark years. Order. We're coming up on nine years of the of the podcast here, and one of our longtime listeners is in the chat. Rodney hey. Coates, otherwise known as Radar, <laughs> is out here talking about the Diet Dark Order, or as we refer to them, the Dork Order, uh, <laughs> the House of Purple. <laughs> I don't, oh, are they yeah. still going to be purple? Because now Demon Ballard, he's red, right? And he look up and does all that. Well, and so here's the. Other are they thing all gonna sh- look up? They should all look up. I, oh, I hope not. But here's the other
0: thing: it was so thrown together. It feels like that when at the end of the night, Rhea Ripley wins the fucking uh, uh, number one contenders match. You know, and the the dork order comes out to like stare down uh, uh, Bianca Belair, but the music is still Edge fucking talking.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm well
0: you think you know me you yeah. never knew me at all
1: yeah they didn't know you either apparently so like so i want to get into a conversation and, and uh radar says what's up fellas and hey man long time no see those things oh we're just hey, talking
0: yeah. yeah we just finished talking about yeah. on aw dynamite if you didn't catch seats.
1: yeah if you yeah we had floor seats <laughs> for for aw dynamite uh you know you know not trying to brag or anything yeah, no, oh, um, but now we're talking about the WWE stuff, you know, but it's still a fun show. It is still a fun show. All right, so the dork order is out now. Uh, so I want to talk about we're gonna peel back the curtain a little bit, and all the rumors amongst the IWC are that the reason they pulled this quick switch is they were like, Hey, we want this dork order thing, uh the whatever they call it, judgment day. Um, we want this to be more spooky. Right. More supernatural. And Edge was like, nah, no, not going to do that. Right. And they were like, all right, well, we're going to do that. So let's get Finn Balor. Right. He'll do that. He'll be right, fine. Right. And so um, I, I listened to an episode of I think it was the Wrestling Observer podcast and they broke this down. They were like, you don't go spooky. And Edge knew that because nobody is ever successful being spooky right he was like who has been top star well, being spooky undertaker well hold on here we're gonna get to that right so they were like they were like people want to throw out the bray wyatt name and they were like he got fucking fired a year ago. <laughs> you know what i mean like oh, yeah. right? so no and he was like the undertaker everybody wants to say that but at mm-hmm. the height of attitude era and the undertaker was a fucking biker for the mm-hmm. whole time, right? Like that's not true. the ministry no. is a little was- bit of a thing. But even in that, WWE's claim to fame there was Rock Austin. You know what I mean? He was like, That's that's the closest you're gonna get to the spookiness ever working. Because prior to that, spooky undertaker was like elegante was like you know what i mean like i mean you could argue he had the world title from the uh you know that whole royal rumble situation but that is like the only times you can point to spookiness working great in pro wrestling and i want to agree with him
0: well generally speaking yes spooky never works now Again, this is semantics and splitting hairs. But Kane and Undertaker were 1 million percent spooky and
1: Rated R guys. brought up Papa Shango. All right. Well, we can't anger Papa Shango. So yeah, he yeah. also says himself and RVS will be at AEW Dynamite next week in STL, but not the lower seats. <laughs> yeah, but they're going Road Rangers, So, oh. you know. Yeah, dang, dang it. it. He's, uh, well,
0: why does he always well, find a way to be to- cooler than us? yeah you know it
1: happens
0: (laughs) hey so let's get back to the point i was trying to make here so uh again it's it's semantics here but kane and undertaker were one million percent the top heels when they were doing spooky stuff because yes rock and austin were your top guys but those are baby faces who did they feud with they feuded (laughs) with triple h and undertaker when they're spooky taker right spooky taker and spooky triple h remember he was the dark ministry guy you know all that shit um and then Kane, obviously, when he debuted, was the fucking thing. And I know he wasn't the main story, but it it was a main event. Well, that was right? a build him off The
1: Undertaker. Undertaker, too, though. So I think you're playing yeah. into it. Yeah, I think The Undertaker worked. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. But And it was a few but- things. It was the ministry storyline. And prior to that, there was a little bit of, and a lot of that was Paul Bear getting him over. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the spookiness worked there, I guess
0: yeah yeah because he he may have been at wrestlemania yeah. and beat sid vicious but if we're
1: saying the last time spookiness worked was 80 something and 90 something maybe it's time right. to move on yeah
0: <laughs> right. million percent yeah. million percent agree um yeah and then it also worked in 2010 remember when uh he uh, uh possessed t- uh, teddy long teddy long got into the limo and into ended up being undertaker as the fucking uh, driver you know so he's done that shit later too <laughs> but yes it's only been undertaker yes um I think, though, it has nothing to do with Supernatural stuff. I think maybe that was a, hey, Ed, you want to do it? And he's like, nah. And they're like, all right, cool. I think it has a 1 million percent to do with hey, Cody's out. Who the fuck can take over? Yep,
1: exactly. Yeah, They got no one.
0: Well, But but they do. That's what's fucking annoying about this company because I know he's old, but every fucking person they push is old. And I know AEW guys are old, too. CM Punk's not a spring chicken. You know what I'm saying? But you got AJ Styles; he was already a babyface. Just
1: one of your longest-running champions ever.
0: You got AJ Styles, Matt Riddle, uh, and then that's when you got to elevate some of these fucking other people. Ali and Riddle is connecting.
1: Riddle is connecting with the crowd; they're the getting into him. He's yeah,
0: he's yeah. the coolest. And
1: I kind of like this idea now, where like Randy's able to be away, and so we're able to still kind of leverage that rub he was getting, but now we're getting to see Riddle spotlight it yes. alone
0: one thing though that i wish he would get away from is the like tribute moves like now he does the fucking rko
1: yes 100 that's what i mean like start kind of like but i kind Good of liked thing. he was doing the miz thing um uh radar says boogeyman don't count he reminded me of a crackhead on truth and prospect <laughs> boogeyman yeah well you're right there is a lot of folks like Boogeyman down on Trust and Prospect. That's
0: I know that's a local reference. Shout out. Yeah. Wait, Rated-R knows the... them streets around here, man. Uh, no, Rated-R, like, yeah. No, come on.
1: Radar gets around the world, Tom. Like I know, know Rated-R Rated 32... can rep St. Louis, but like Rated-R knows where you live, too, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think don't he's been don't to sleep 41... on Rated-R.
0: I think he's been to 41 WrestleManias. Uh,
1: yes, he's been to a couple of them twice. Yeah. yeah it's, for sure. I told you he finds a way to be cooler than us almost every time yeah. we run into him. It's it's yeah, it's good. fun, but it's also upsetting if if that makes yeah. sense. You know what I mean? You're like, God mm-hmm. damn it, I'll never Well, we're kind of <laughs> like the
0: riddle to his Randy Orton.
1: Mm, that's right.
0: <laughs> so giving us back that's on a track. Good, that's That's yeah. a good yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah. um yes, I like that he's doing the miss thing and and finally we get like riddles, like he's the lovable pothead and he's kind of like a little dopey at times, but Mid starts to cook and throw him some shade. And he's like, hey, why don't you shut your mouth? Like, you know, we got a little bit of that. Hey, bro, like I'm saying mm-hmm. something. And then Maurice, Maurice gets it. And I love Maurice, dude. Like she, but, for these segments, right? These little like yeah. where she's like, where he's like, I'm not being led around like 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 your wife leading you around by your tiny little balls, right? And then everybody's chanting tiny balls. And she's like, I'll oh, have you know he has average balls. And he's like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, no, I mean, you know, he, big, big, huge balls, right? Like, like, I love it. She she always like hits that spot yeah. great, right? And she's like yeah. holding his balls later, right? <laughs> like protecting them. Like, love it. Yeah. 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 I love yeah, it when she shows up it. occasionally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She's got her character down pat since she married miz you know when mm-hmm. she was doing the hair flip stuff and uh, missing me with that stuff but since you know the john cena brie bella or
1: yes mickey N- mickey Bella, Nikki bella
0: mickey yeah. yeah yeah all that shit yeah she's been awesome um yeah do we got any more tweets tables
1: We do got one more. We do got one more. uh, Another long-term listener at Theo 75 says this women's championship match is off the rails. Hashtag hell in a cell hashtag tweet the table. And uh, I was just disinterested. So I didn't even really pay attention to it.
0: Well, so I want your opinion on this though. So Becky Lynch loses, right? She's doing this whole like quick pin things throughout the entire match. And then she uh, gets uh, you know, thrown out of the ring by Bianca Belair and Bianca Belair does her thing with the quick pin on Oscar. Ha ha. She wins. she retains. Mm-hmm. So then Becky's like, what the fuck? God dang it. This sucks. Right. Then on raw, she has a match with Dana fucking Brooke. She's incorporated Who? into a 24 <laughs> seven. It's Dana. There's it's Dana. Brooke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dana. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Dana. Da- Dana.
0: Dana, Dana. <laughs> she gets incorporated, Becky Lynch is it, Yeah. Uh gets Ugh. incorporated in a 24-7 title storyline, loses the match, and then on social media, blacks out her picture. She's from Unknown. She hasn't tweeted since. I like this. This is the whole you know, destruction of Becky Lynch. Well, if we
1: could get it's a new, if we could get a new Becky Lynch character, because as you said, uh it was the same character as Seth Rollins.
0: They are the same character. They are the it's same the character. Same, and you're 100% right. They're literally right. dressing the same, everything.
1: And you had offered up Seth's time for you to do something different. You've been doing it longer, right? But yep. Seth, I think, is pulling it off better uh-huh. and I think can continue it as part of his personality. It feels just like he's gone crazy, right? Like he was a good wrestler. He was one of the best. And now he's kind of lost it. Something happened and Seth snapped. And this is the Seth we have now. It's his, it's his villain origin story, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. He pulls off the drip better right like just all of that so yes if we can get something here oh that's what they're gonna do spooky becky lynch
0: no they're not <laughs> <a new> spooky, <laughs> Beck lynch. Yeah, spooky becky that. spooky God, lynch <laughs> but i but i think they're gonna i don't think they're doing spooky but i think they're gonna do more now back she's to the man in, no i think she's gonna do more fucking crazy stuff i think she's oh. gonna start having a laugh oh gosh now it
1: so you think they're together. gonna lean harder into it even yeah
0: but now it would be better if she was like like this this is what she should do in my opinion if i'm if i'm writing this take her off next week she's not on tv have her do the dark main event but you know what i'm saying she's not on tv not on tv not on tv do that for a few weeks and then you just have someone let's say it's uh ria ripley and she's cutting a promo on the women's division and it sucks. And, da, 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 da. and you then have Becky Lynch walk out with the man shirt, the jeans, and then just like, no, we're, we're rebuilding this from scratch. I'm kicking your ass. And then just runs through the women's division that way. Now, one thing that can we talk about? I feel bad because I don't want to body shame anyone. I'm not trying to body shame. Sure. But can we do a wellness check on Becky Lynch? Ever since <sighs> she's come back, she is getting skinnier and skinnier and skinnier to the point where it's not like I'm nervous for her. Yeah, yeah I get, I get I what know. you're I'm saying. Like, her. it
1: looks like.
0: Like, she is just. I, I don't. I. <sighs> and again, she she had a baby. I know that those things can do. Well, to, well here's what I want to say. I body, want to preface but, like,
1: this with I fully understand that somebody who is, is very skinny compared to average does not mean that they have an eating disorder, right? No,
0: I'm not even saying that, yeah.
1: Or something of along those lines, right? But yeah, yeah. that is the look that those people have, and that's the territory we're venturing into here is what I'm saying with the look. Now, again, who gets, she could be like, fuck you, I like it. all right you know what i mean like i I have no clue i don't know her personally so like you said i'm this is not intending to body shame but i I will say that like if if one of my friends were dropping weight that dramatically that quickly and and to the point where it kept going you would kind of be like hey is that on purpose
0: well because at first i thought like hey it's her first child maybe breastfeeding is just you know it does that does something to a woman's body as well right so i thought okay but now i mean that baby's like a year old right
1: yeah uh shout out to Radar in the chat he says she needs some burn-ins from q39 see ronnie knows where you from man telling you
0: yeah just right down the street yes
1: uh yeah i'll
0: I'll feed everyone Mm -hmm. come on come on
1: yeah just just say hi to me um please be our friend it's just
0: please be our friend (laughs) but it's just i I just notice it more and more to where Mm -hmm. it's like i'm almost not interested anymore into the match. It almost feels like the Cody Seth Rollins Hell in the Cell match, where I'm watching it, anticipating a car wreck, anticipating something happening to where Becky Lynch breaks a leg yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? So I
1: yeah. Don't know, just yeah. Uh, Radar one to follow up with this is just jokes. Don't at me IWC. And yeah, I, I don't even know. I don't know it's Twitter off the top of my head, so I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna sell him out, right? Like that's don't go at him. Yeah, at TMac. Mac yeah, uh, hey, three, hey. <laughs> um, hey, before to sum up some more WWE stuff rated R did ask a yeah. question he said who you guys think will be Roman's equal right now and not the rock right I think you know, they oh. were set it up for Cody yeah but yeah. and maybe they percent. still will if he's back for rumble he's going to win the rumble it'll be mania unless they were going to do rock Roman at mania no that's stupid well okay, Triple threat. do it at
0: Mania. No, no, that would even worse. Uh, well, you, have you an can an do an ant- it at Mania. Yeah. <laughs> you could do Rock versus uh Reigns at Mania. Hold on, let me get through. Yeah, uh, you can do that for Mania, but it's not for the title. Cody is going to be your champion at Mania to then take on whoever the number 1 contender is.
1: No, but I think Rock I figured it out. Rock versus
0: Roman. Hold on, Rock versus Roman is going to be who controls the bloodline i don't even think you do that
1: you you do roman versus cody um uh, well no because roman would have to win this then roman beats cody and then it's like well jesus christ who's left and then the rock shows up to end the cliffhanger i'll see you tomorrow night on raw or whatever it is and then yeah
0: no what's gonna happen this is what's gonna happen is uh cody heals up and then Roman's still your double champ. Cody says, "Hey, uh, I'm no longer or, like I, I'm a dream. I'm an American dream to some, but I'm your nightmare." And he and he plays up the American thing, Woo, America, right? He beats right. Then Roman Reigns has like this uh, like crisis of conscience, and he's like, "What the fuck happened? what's going on?" And then the Usos are like, "Hey, man, are you the man? Like, I thought you were the man. Thought you were the man,
1: man." Man, and you
0: let that you let that guy with a bad neck tattoo beat you? Yeah, he's like what the fuck you say? And then he starts like getting crazy, right? And then had that fucking re- Ed Hardy
1: tattoo on the side of his fucking neck.
0: Yeah. And then <laughs> you you almost recreate what Roman did at the start with the uh Jay Uso, where he's like, All right, then everyone's fucking kneeling to me. Like I'm making my entire family kneel to flexing me. his then, authority. Yeah, and then like, but it's to everyone, like it's Tamina. Fucking come here. Mm-hmm. You're gonna beat. You're gonna beat Liv Morgan.
1: Yeah, the don't. solo Sokoa or whatever they're calling that guy down there in NXT. Yeah, the or, other guy, right? Yeah. yeah,
0: but like you get anyone that's in that world. Rikishi yep. shows up one week and is like, "Hey, man, you're gonna be in your son's corners, or else things are gonna happen." And then everyone's like, "What the fuck?" And then that's when the Rock comes out and was like, "You motherfucker! You
1: think you actually control this family? Like, right? You know who and I am?" At
0: Mania. Yeah, and then at Mania because you need more than one match. Mania is going to be bloodline. Who controls Rock Roman? And then the championship match, which won't be the main event, will be Cody versus Drew McIntyre. America versus Scotland. And there you fucking go. Jesus Christ, that's what's going to be. They're going to, goddamn it, he's going to recreate the Anthony Ogogo thing with Drew McIntyre talking about in America you can now have a mixed baby. <laughs> He's gonna solve yeah, or
1: or it's again. Some, yeah he's gonna solve racism again, um or or it's the like Brock comes to try to take it from him and he you know finds a way to overcome that or something like it'll be yeah one of those big matches they try to sell on all the like fucking tonight shows and all that shit.
0: I, I think, honest to God, I think what they're going to do when Cody becomes champion is the Hulk Hogan All-American. I think it's going to be America. So maybe we get but, John Cena yeah.
1: versus Cody Rhodes where he's like, you, you think? Let's get no. John Cena there would be like, you think
0: you're taking no, John, uh, You know, John Cena will wrestle at WrestleMania, but he's going to wrestle Austin Theory. Mm.
1: That's who he's wrestling. Yeah, good call. Tom yeah. just booked Mania. Look yeah. at that. Tom, just give me, a, just someone hire me, please. I'm unemployed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tom, I needs, Tom needs that dough. You know, what I'm saying. I need money. I need the yeah, money. <laughs> needs the monies. Oh, uh, this has been great, Tom. I've enjoyed tonight thoroughly. I enjoyed last night thoroughly when we were uh, at AEW Dynamite with floor seats. <laughs> um, you know, had a blast. Eddie Kingston entertained us. Hangman entertained us, Get right there. Uh, we had a blast. We had a blast here tonight uh, with with all the folks in the chat. The Katie First Lady, uh, Rated R. All the tweet the Rated tables. Your R. Big Josh's, your Theo's, Katie's. Uh, if if I miss anybody, hit us up next week. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, we're just gonna go watch some more wrestling uh, until we're ready for that. Right.
0: Wait. One last thing. Uh, <laughs> remember. Rampage and Dynamites, we do live tweet during those shows. So join the conversation at table show. And then you can also use uh, hashtag tweet table as well. So remember that. The Spanish announced table.